I know there are alien craft here from another planet. I know I saw other ones, but I was inside one. I know it was not made on Earth. I know it was made with materials that we cannot fabricate, we cannot duplicate, and we've never been able to. I know it uses a power source that's so advanced that we could only dream of something along those lines, and the energy density on it is phenomenal. Do you believe in UFOs? I've always wondered, how many people really do believe there's something else out there? So I decided to start this podcast and talk to regular old people and find out what they think. Let's begin. Yeah, uh, I was just going to ask you, what I was asking before I cut off was like, uh, what's your stance on the whole UFO thing? Like, what do you believe? What side of the fence are you on? Well, I don't believe, uh, for me, it's not a belief because when you see something and you, well, I mean, you, you recognize it as, as, as something out of this world, you don't know, you might not know what it is, right? For sure. But it's definitely uh, not our technology. Like it's, it's beyond what we have. And so when I see stories like uh, whether it's Bob Lazar, I mean, well, I guess his is my favorite. But for me, like that hits home, it makes sense. So I fully believe that the government has these crafts, that they don't exactly know how they work still, and uh, that they're not telling us. So, uh, so, you're, uh, so pretty much you believe there's life out there, and it's been oh, here. Oh, for sure. And it's yeah. been here for sure. There's something, yeah. Because I know some well, people. Uh, I know some people believe that there is life out there, but they've never been to Earth. So it's yeah. Little... No, there's. I I I know it. It's it had to like it's been here. Like I've like what I've seen. Like I know. Like I don't know if that there was life forms. Uh, on those ships, right? It could be AI, or or I mean that's a that's a form of life too. I think like whether it's biological or mechanical. There's definitely something here. Well, you keep, you keep saying what you've seen. What you want to start off with t- telling me what you? I know Robert kind of mentioned that you had a, I guess an encounter or maybe you saw something. I've had, I've had a couple, a couple things like the the, uh, I guess yeah. We, we have to go back to uh, let me see. I think it was the summer of two thousand, um, in Maplewood, Minnesota, and uh, it was just an average day, right? And I was just uh, driving. Actually, I had just a. Uh, gotten into a a rollerblading accident. So my mom kept coming over to my apartment and she was kind of taking care of me. So she gave me a ride. She was giving me a ride out to the, my work to get my paycheck. And uh, we're driving across this bridge and there's a car stopped in front of us and they're not moving and they're all pointing at the sky. So I look at the sky and there's this uh, metallic sphere uh, doing of, maneuvers in the sky right like it's mostly doing a kind of like just a a circle and we're watching it like you know every no one knows what this is and then it does this warp speed thing and it's gone in a blink of an eye so that like and i i wasn't alone there was a whole car of a family of about four people and my mother looking at this thing on the side of the road how big would you say the sphere was I can't say that for sure because it was in the sky. There's nothing to compare it to. Okay. Like, it'd be very hard to, like, say it's, you know, like, from my perspective, 
it, it was the size of it was bigger than a plane at that height like what i think is that height like again it's really hard to tell how big something is without a reference next to it yeah uh, do you uh, do you recall uh, like um, anybody? We said about, and it was in two thousands or uh... yeah, yeah, it was about two thousand. Uh, I mean, I don't know, if everybody. I'm sure everybody has cell phones by then, right? Did you report uh, it or anything to like the police or anything? Oh no, no, no. I, I think I did a MUFON report back then, so that still might be accessible. But they like I had nothing like no picture evidence or anything, so it was just kind of like reporting it to. In case someone else who saw that that day, like looked it up, they they could know they weren't crazy. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, back in two thousand, cell phones weren't ubiquitous they as they are now. Yeah, yeah. they were like Nokia things. Like the cameras would have been really if they if they did have cameras, they would have been really low grade. Like yeah, like not even a megapixel. Yep. Yeah, I think around that time I had my first cell phone, which was like a Sanyo like flip phone and the camera i mean it was probably like only 320 by 240 resolution mm -hmm. or something yeah at best and that was probably a good one so how long like, did you how long did the uh, uh the i guess what do you want to call it the, how long were you did it well, happen yeah it's a, it was a craft of some sort i mean it was was it like a uh, five minutes you just were like in two minutes and it, went away? i don't know it's hard to say it was just it was over it was probably over two minutes for sure but it's, everything when you, when I look back and remember that everything is just in slow motion, like the way like the way I'm seeing it in my head. So I would at least a couple minutes because we were definitely at the stop because it was at a stop sign, okay, mm -hmm. and we had pulled over a little bit with the other car, so we were there for longer than we should have been, and then we left when the object took off. Let me ask you this also. Um... I mean, it might be a weird question, but uh, a, a few people that have told me their their experiences have said they they didn't they didn't feel scared or anything. They just kind of felt like confused. I don't know how did you I mean, feel. I was just like, I just looked at the thing. So for me, I didn't have any emotional. I mean, I was kind of in awe. Mm -hmm. Like if you saw something, I guess that sort of breaks your version of reality, what you're used to. Right, like it puts you in that you're like an ah, you're like it's 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 not quite shock, but it's like what the heck, wow, this is so, real. So back then, would you say like you you figured it had to be some advanced technology? Like yeah, I mean like, like I can't you know like again, whether whatever term you want to use, if you want to call the UFO, which I still use because it it's just it's the one everyone knows. Mm -hmm. Like I can't say where it came from. I don't know, but to me, what it did was it seemed very alien. It's nothing I've ever seen since. You know, I've seen everything. I've seen balloons and blimps and different like aircraft. Never seen anything do that or look like that. And it was, I didn't even really describe it, did I? I think you just said it was, it was a, a sphere. Yeah, it's a. It was just a metallic sphere. It looked like a mark, like a like a pinball. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen that again. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that other people mention something like that too. They, it's just a sphere. Even on uh, just different stories I've seen online. So I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not surprised you saw something like that. Um, yeah. Have you, have you ever a question? Maybe uh, 
I mean, you you already said that you believe it's alien or UFO or whatever AI or whatever you right. want. Right. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever thought about maybe it was like something else? Have you ever picked thought no. about that? I mean, like that that crossed my mind as I was looking at it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, first I thought it was a balloon because you know balloons kind of look weird when they're floating, but balloons float, right? They just float, and you and then it started doing things, and I was like, okay, well that's not a balloon, that's not a blimp. Uh, that's not an aircraft I've ever seen. And and I, when I was a kid, I was really into um, fighter jets. So I had posters of everything, like whether it was a stealth fighter or the F-14. Uh, I was really into to, uh, Top Gun and all that stuff. So for me, it was something that I just never saw. And I didn't think that we had that technology because we'd be using it. Like if you could make a craft that could maneuver like that, and and by the way, the way it blipped off too, it didn't, like it didn't break the sound barrier, but it moved faster than anything I've ever seen. Like and I've seen planes, and I've seen, I've heard and felt sonic booms. And uh, when you look at something move faster than that, and then make no sound, it's just it's it's crazy. It's a, and you know, it's like um. I guess you you don't have anything else to compare it to other than those stories you've heard. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, man, I like that story. Very interesting. Yeah, it's lately since I started doing the podcast, I've heard a lot of people's different stories, and it's always fascinating how pretty much everybody's like, uh, it's, I don't know how to explain it, like in terms that would make sense without them sounding crazy. But Yeah, for sure. Like, you can't, like... Because, you know, if you tell someone that, they're going to go, what kind of expert are you mm-hmm. in, in this field? And I'm like, I'm not. Okay, I just, I can tell you what I saw. And then you'd say, well, nothing matches that. So you did, so like the, the skeptical response would be to say that I did, I misunderstood what I saw. Like I saw something and I misremembered it or whatever. But I just... I, I just think it's kind of silly at this point, especially with the, the Pentagon coming out and showing that, hey, our pilots see these things. We got this Tic Tac that's doing like Mach 4 over here or 5 or whatever it was, and we have no idea what this is. But uh, people will still sort of label you as uh, as crazy, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of stigma around UFOs. It is, because they, they've worked for years to build that in the media. Yeah. Right. Like it's not like, it's not like it wasn't like ever like, like UFOs just happened to be experienced by people and no one ever said anything about it. It's like, no, they went on the media campaigns, mocking people and like, whether it was in, in media, like movies, crackpot UFO guy, or, and there, there are those guys too. I should, I should be clear. <laughs> like oh, yeah. uh, the abduction scene. Is filled with lots of uh, crazy people, like and whether they whether re- whether they really experience what they did or not, like they're just they're they're socially out there, like they're they they don't live uh, any kind they don't have any kind of normalcy in their lives to where you go what oh like it, like if somebody you knew right like it could be the chief of police, the chief of police says he saw something like that. Then it, and then it gets like, it gets weight because you're like, well, this guy has an important position in society. So he has to have his wits about him. And that's how I feel about the astronauts, but the astronauts still get mocked too. Yeah. I don't know if you know about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, 
I think most of them don't. If they saw something, they wouldn't even talk about it for that exact same reason. They feel yeah. they'd be uh, made fun of or whatever. But like you, I know you mentioned at the beginning that one of your favorite uh, stories was Bob Lazar. Oh yeah, and then stuff like that, where I think that's more credible to think about or talk about, like things that he says he did, make sense in terms of if the U.S. if the U.S. or any country got a some kind of craft. They would do what he said. They would try to back engineer it. He's not oh, talking. Sure. He's not talking about being abducted, uh, being probed. He's talking about stuff that you would think and uh, the government would do. Yeah, they would, but and they would fail at it, just like you said. Exactly. They did. Yeah, cause that's what I'm saying. So, like, his story is very interesting, especially now that the Pentagon's coming out and you see these videos and the pilots and they're talking about how these objects fly around, and it's a lot. A lot of what he was talking about back in the day, the same kind of proportion, all the yeah, how they fly. Yeah, so it's kind of like his story is finally like uh, he's kind of like I told y'all. Yeah, yeah, and he's been saying that for a while. Like I've been listening to like uh, Coast to Coast AM for mm-hmm. over twenty years. Like I was just a kid, probably yeah, I was probably like thirteen when I started listening to that show at night. So I heard all these guests, and he was one of the guys who um. He really just resonated because it was more objective. It wasn't just because uh, you have other guys like David Icke with the reptiles and uh, other guys who think there's some kind of galactic federation and they have all this knowledge about this federation and whatever else. And I don't know. <laughs> you know, that would be crazy if that was true. If that was true, if there was a federation like a Star Trek federation observing our planet right now, that'd be that'd be crazy. But I, I don't. I haven't seen anything to support that, but Bob Lazar, like just, just crafts in general. Like I think enough people at this point have seen these things and filmed them to the point where, okay, this isn't that crazy anymore. Yeah. Well, and now the footage that's coming out, it's from credible sources, right? This, this is Navy. Exactly. You know, footage from their vessels, their, their camera systems. Yeah. Um, the, The best in the world. So let me ask you this: How about I'll play uh, talk about the other side of the people that are uh, skeptics? They're saying that the U.S. is just uh, I don't know why. They're, I mean, like they're saying yeah, yeah, or psyop, or they're fake videos, or whatever. And uh, what do you think about that? And people, I mean, I haven't seen anybody or heard anybody talk about it, debunking it credibly. You know, right, it's usually, and, uh... they usually pick and choose an area of this and they're like this area but they don't talk about the uh, like the pilots they ignore the pilots and they talk right. about the videos fake but like what about the pilots so it's kind of like i haven't heard anything credible that would debunk it so it's very interesting to me yeah they they uh they kind of compare it to what the russians did uh during cold war and before that with the fake uh, psychic videos and like the propaganda and it look anything like that is possible of course, but I mean it's coming from a different angle now because we have a phenomena which people all over the world are experiencing, uh, unlike psychic power, which I've never seen in real life. I've never seen uh, somebody predict the future in a meaningful way, or like I don't want to get in too much into that. But but when it comes to UFOs, you have lots of regular people and people in power, and you, you have the whole spectrum. Of people witnessing these things, Including and presidents. I think, yeah, I think, and I think when the government puts out, I don't think they're 
how like they're they're just they might like there might be skeptics that see that as validating that so they they can't believe it at all so they think it's a psyop they think they're trying to distract people from something else like the uh, just everything else going on and i don't know i just don't buy that like it wouldn't stick anyways you couldn't i don't think you could fake an alien invasion you know what i'm saying like i think that's that would like if you could make a spaceship that convince people, you know, uh, then we'd be that would be a different story. But these people are they're putting out videos, and these are from videos from uh, whether from vessels or, or or other aircraft or whatever else. They're from official things, so you'd have to like grab like video. You'd have to actually like get a uh, like a navy operator whoever operates these, uh, the radar and he probably has control over some of the cameras. And then you have to get pilots to specifically do these things and interact with the fake objects. I don't, I don't see that. Yeah. I just, I think it would take a lot of people and somebody would come out and say, Oh, they're faking it. I think there's too many people that would have to be in on it to work. And then one of them was going to have to come out and say something. If they're like, yeah, you say, if it's a, if it's a psyop, like you said, or if it, I mean, I think too many people would have to be in the know and then somebody would have to leak something. I know it has to be international. Yeah, international. What did you say, Rob? It would have to be international too because there's videos coming from like the Mexican Navy as well. There's Canada. And other countries. Uh, I think Brazil had some videos that that the government uh, released. Yeah, it's not just America. It never has been. Like, that's what a lot of people get too uh, America-centric, too, with it, and think that, oh, yeah, it's only, like, they're only doing this to mess with Americans. And it's like, you don't realize that other, like, like Canada's defense minister, or former defense minister, admitted to there being UFOs. Or, like, spaceships, basically. Like, we're not talking about, like, technology. Like, when we're talking about this, like, I don't even want to sound like I'm talking about possible technology Earthlings created. No. They're like when they say that stuff, they're talking about something that came from an advanced civilization of some kind. Yeah, something beyond our understanding of physics yes. that we know currently. And we're still babies. Like we are babies in that field. Like we are just we're we're we're, we're we like progressed in uh, traditional physics, like Newtonian, really quickly. Like we did really well with that, but the minute things got complicated, we've we've gone down to a crawl again. So we're still like far away. Well, we we don't even know what gravity is. <laughs> no, we just we just call it like we're just like this is a bend of space time, like <laughs> space time and everything everything beyond that. It's just it gets to the point where I can see something mastering this. Like imagine like because if you look at like if you if you accept the Big Bang and that time frame of like was thirteen point five billion years. That's a lot of time for something else to come around, like civilizations, to come and go, but to also stay and evolve and become something else and master reality as we know it. Like, imagine being able to um, have, like, nodes across the universe, like, kind of like warp nodes, where you could set up stations to where you could go through wormholes and everything, but they're, they're created. You create them. I mean, just I, from pretty much what I picture is, uh, I don't know if you, I guys ever played mass effect, something like that. 
they have their uh, stations that use wormholes to travel through different galaxies, and I figure that's yeah. how it would have to be. You could do that, though. Like, that could be one way. I mean, there could be so many ways you could do it. You could have, like, AI-type um, beings that don't even really perceive time. So traveling for a billion years at warp speed would mean nothing to them. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't feel it like we would. Well, remember um, in Bob Lazar's video, he, he talks about how the ship uses gravity um, to, to go really, really fast, right? It, it literally warps space-time around the ship. Mm -hmm. with, with that type of technology, it's basically like you're, you're creating your own wormhole around you, and essentially you can travel large distances without technically breaking the laws of physics in terms of faster than light travel right yeah. because you're you're um you're basically you're not breaking the laws of physics you're bending them around you <laughs> yep. you're, you're creating gravity wells where there is there shouldn't be one and then reaping the benefit of that well like like how a black hole could suck you in like at, at when you get to a certain distance to it you can't escape it like even light gets trapped into it and it's mm -hmm. like that speed you can create. If you could artificially create that without the black hole, then you could do whatever. And, and I think we're speaking in terms that we understand through like our science, but I'm sure this technology would, wouldn't even, we wouldn't even comprehend it. It'd be like magic to us. I forgot who said that, but it's so advanced that we probably wouldn't even yeah. under, begin to understand how it works. So we're trying to get it. We're trying to get it in like what we understand it from what we see and what we read or whatever. But even then, I think they're so advanced that we wouldn't even start to understand how it works. Or it, it might be some people believe it's what transdimensional. They're not even traveling through space. They're traveling. Yeah, that's that is a belief. That's a, that's a, um, another big belief people think. Yeah, and it's it's definitely possible, but that's even more crazy than what we're talking about, like being able to choose your your place in this in this collapsed wave electron wave that's that's what they talk about with m theory like it, the electron is shared across and has all these multiple states and that uh, you're only in a, a part of it like for every possible configuration this electron has there's an, another uh universe so to me being able to escape that would be even greater than traversing the uh the universe because i think there's been enough time like that's what the uh, skeptics don't really understand is they see us and that's like and that's fair to sort of gauge an intelligent civilization based on human progress but it's not realistic like especially with the amount of time that has already surpassed since the uh since we all came into existence since matter and and all the elements were formed because we've only been around for how long? How long is it, like 200,000 years? Maybe. Maybe of that. Yeah. And this is what we're, where we're at now. If we were around, what if a, we somehow a, survived for a million years, you know, then we start to talk about this. But I think well, our the, current stage of technology and all that, it's only been around for what? Maybe a yeah. hundred years less. Yeah. So think about that. This, uh, the, all these advancements in technology have been around for less than a hundred years. So just yeah. think about at a thousand years to that. What what are we going to be? Where are we going to be at? Probably. Then then we're starting into a 
alternative forms. Like they're already looking at. I mean, we're we're colliding particles to find the uh, the base uh, elements of the of reality. Like we just discovered the uh, large hadron and and or bah, not the large hadron, the, the boson. Godman. Yeah, the boson. Um, Higgs, so we're, Higgs we're boson. <laughs> yeah, the Higgs boson. So here's the thing, too, though, um, that I want to bring up. We're again, we're comparing against humans and and our progression, yeah. but we have to assume too that they they might have different elements available to them, different phenomenon that happens. So they they could, you know, theoretically, you, you know, they could have come across stuff that we would never come across here on Earth, yeah. and develop their technology. Um, you know, that's completely different than ours, yet they might still not have stuff like we have, right? Because they might not have silicon or other right. things that we have here. Um, so we could potentially have like, you know, competing technologies that do all sorts of different things. And they might be looking at our tech and saying, hey, wow, how do they do that? That's, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's true. Like, they our, might not have that. I think we're pretty advanced in terms of like, screen technology <laughs> like entertainment based technology we're getting there like we um yeah that'd be interesting like and again like this this comes with disclosure now if the government because what was that bill that passed or was it um it was a relief was it the uh yeah. covid relief bill or something yeah or? it came out in january yeah so that had the disclosure in it so and, and, uh, but, next week supposedly Next week, yeah. I don't believe they'll do any say anything. I say I say they'll just repeat what they already said before is we don't know anything. Because I think officially, like you have maybe a few heads in charge that can call all the shots and they're on the books, but then everybody else is off the off the grid. Well military. just think of it this way. All they have to if they believe that it's is um a national security thing, they're not gonna say it. They're not going to disclose top secret things that could potentially impact nat uh, national But they don't even have to disclose them. Like, they don't even disclose them to other agencies. That's the thing. Like, they won't even do that. So they won't even tell the Pentagon what they have. Let me see this. What is, uh, when they say national security, like, what, what, what is that? Like, how does that work? Because if it's alien technology, there's nothing we can do about it. If it's another country... Then I think they'd be already they would already be using this technology. Yep. Yeah, but but think of it this way. So let's say I think that's just a Bob Lazar's. Yeah, but if if Bob Lazar's story is correct, right? Let's say we we found this alien technology and you know we have it and we're investigating it. If word got out that it's real, now you're gonna have spies and people coming from other countries trying to steal that technology from us. Well, there might be more of an official effort. I, I already know, like, I'm pretty sure everybody has some sort of secret. Like, not at, maybe not everybody, but enough countries have crafts of their own. Like, like he was talking about archaeological digs. Yeah. Which, yeah. to me, made a lot of sense. Like, if, like, and I, I think that was, uh, I don't think it happened in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but I remember the scene when they were in the desert and then like they found like a ship or something or Amelia Earhart. I can't remember what it was. It's been forever since I've seen that movie. But then I started thinking back, like, yeah, if you've been around, like, how old is the Earth? Like, I, don't how, know. I can't remember how old it is. Like, 
But I think if we have, if the USA has anything, I'm sure other countries have similar things too. Oh, longer than that. Four billion years this earth has been around. Actually, four and a half. Four and a half. So the idea that, so in a universe that is billions of years old, on a planet that's billions of years old, the idea that, you know, nothing could have ever visited it in that entire span of time, which is unfathomable to a human being. Like, if you think about your life, like, say, the average life is 75 years, that feels like a long time by the end of the, the end of the day. And then that's not even, that's, that's not even a hundred years. And you think, oh, a hundred years old is old if you live to a hundred, but live to a thousand. And, you know, and then, and then you're into vampire, like fictional vampires, you know, like in, in fantasy books, but then live to a billion or a million or, or whatever else. And it's like something we, we couldn't even think of. Like, like how could you uh, base this short little span of, of existence that we've had and, and not realize that uh, time kind of is the equalizer here. With enough time, anything can happen. Well, that's physically possible, I mean, like. It, you know, when you were telling your story about the archaeological dig, uh, yeah. it totally reminded me of Transformers, because that's kind of what happened in that movie, too, right? Where they're, the movie? Yeah, I the Transformers the movie. The first one, where they found uh, Megatron. Yeah, I think is that. Yeah, it'd be like not. that. It'd be just like finding Megatron. So you'd have all these ships of different tech levels too. They wouldn't all be equal. So you might have from different civilizations just zooming through, and maybe something happened. Maybe the magnetic field of Earth like disrupted some of their instruments or something, or who knows. But I'm, we're talking about billions of years. So you know, it could be a, like like uh, skeptics will say that these ships would be so advanced that they could never fail, and I. I just don't know about that. I don't believe that that anything could be perfect and and infallible. Yeah. Like a, a, an alien ship is not, is only designed to sort of travel based on what they know. Well, like so maybe said, they like you said earlier, or I think Rob said, they might not have what we have on their planet or universe. Yeah. Like they might get here and they might have never seen lightning or something, and they might affect something. their ship or technology or whatever. It's not even just the Earth. Or yeah, like just the, the sun earth. too. Yeah, so I mean, our it, sun. There's no. I was gonna say. I hold up. I was just gonna say our sun, like, is shooting out solar flares and these huge magnetic disruptions, like crazy. And if they weren't prepared for that, and they came into this area, they could get shot down easily. Yeah. So I mean, it's so many possibilities, and uh, I mean, like I said, I I think I know for sure there's life out there. I'm kind of like. 80% sure it's been here lately been it's been growing because all the stuff that's coming out right. uh, but uh, it's been very interesting man and a lot of people I've, I've run into a lot of people where like you said there's people that believe some skeptics and there's a lot of people that just don't care it, it doesn't affect their life and and but then I tell them about what's going on and it's like their eyes open and they're like has this been going on how long has it been going on I mean this has been going on since the 50s 40s 50s since roswell i guess you can say if you believe Maybe that even, even yeah like I say even longer but it, some people just have no idea this is going on and it's it's interesting to see when they finally realize that this has been going on for so long right and we're a very uh we're a very distracted society right like we have every kind of uh entertainment 
to keep us occupied in our downtime. So like in, in today's, like, like when I was a kid, it was a bit different. Like when, when we were all kids, I guess it was different. Like you had your news and you had things and you had a lot of time just to think about things too. Cause you, and nowadays it's, it's, it's a different culture. So I could see that easily. I could see no one giving a shit about any of this because it's, it's like they've already propped up what they think is important. And usually it's shit. That's not important either. It's, celebrities and TikTok. Uh, yeah like that sort of stuff and right, here's uh, the thing would, would it if if the government straight up came out and said yeah we have alien technology it's not going to change anything for anyone i mean people I are think just, at this point yeah yeah if you were like oh okay we figured <laughs> and that's it right like you know if, if that's all they tell us that's not really going to change anything because there was a time when this country was extremely religious all right, and a lot of people's moralities, uh, the, their daily life revolved around uh, set beliefs, and that's kind of gone now, um, to the point where even religious people wouldn't—I don't think—would be affected. It wouldn't destroy their belief at all. No, and in fact, the Vatican has a, um, an astronomy um, group, and they've interviewed them, and they—they they say that. If there's life out there, it wouldn't necessarily conflict with yeah. with the religion. And I think so, that's the way we've been heading. So, I think like as just as a society, we've we've gone toward so many different ideas and uh, like social norms that it might even be prepping us for something like that. Well, I think that's what kind of, this kind of feels like. They're dropping stuff here and there, like kind of prepping people for a big release. But at the same time, I'm also thinking, just be ready for to be disappointed. <laughs> because that's how it's always been. Right now, I've never seen in my lifetime the UFO top topic be so uh, mainstream and everybody's talking about it. And it feels like it's too good to be true where it's going to get to the point where it's going to be a big letdown. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be bad. But, I mean, I hope not. But that's how I, f I feel right now. Well, the community is never going to give up. Yeah, like, so no one's gonna ever give up, even if the uh, the government comes out and says, "No, we don't have nothing," which I think they're gonna say, and we're all expecting them to say that. Like when Rob Rob actually told me about that inclusion in the bill, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, they're not gonna say anything," because they've we've done these things kind of before. We've had these disclosure acts before, and the Pentagon was under no act action whatsoever. They just released it because the director is sick of it. He's sick of, uh, he just wants the truth out there. And I think they should give us the truth. And I think uh, some people, uh, well, well, here's what will happen, all right? Like people who don't want to believe in it are going to call it a PSYOP or they're just going to deny it in general and go back to whatever they do. It's not even going to affect their life. And the rest yeah. of us are like, things will change. Yeah, like yeah. at least. Yeah, Maybe. those people I mean, that I'd... are dug in and they, they, they're not going to believe no matter what. So yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Do, do you, like how much do you actually think it? I mean, it would open up a world of possibilities to what you think is possible, but yeah, would it really change you that much, or change? It would change our, our outlook, and it'll make us feel smaller and more similar. Like Carl Sagan would said, if if you traveled the universe and you met another human, you should uh, 
like be happy and embrace them and because there's not there no other humans in the galaxy except for here and uh i think we tend to see ourselves as different based on uh, superficial shit like uh, whether it's skin color or, or culture or language whatever it is see ourselves as different creatures but you now you give us an alien something uh from somewhere else that's not not of this earth not anything like us and all of a sudden now we're really close to each other yeah like that's true it it, it then it's like it's no longer this race versus another race it's now like humans you know and then there's other things out there right? humans versus the world or the universe <laughs> the universe yep <laughs> That's what it would be like, and uh, I think that would be a good thing. And that's what people think uh, the psyop is kind of. They think the psyop is to um, get people's attention away from the whatever's been going on during COVID and and in politics. And I like they think um, Donald Trump will become president again this year because uh, stuff. I don't know. Like it's all to me. Like uh, although I'm not, I don't like politicians in general because they lie a lot like they're professional liars right that's what they get paid to do um but i think at the end of the day like the skepticism toward uh, the ufo scene especially with the pentagon videos is is not uh true skepticism like it's not based on anything other than a conspiracy like it's conspiracy it's an opposite conspiracy so it's like yeah. oh we're, like yeah the people who believed uh, that all this stuff was suppressed when they put it out then it's like the other side is like no they put this out to distract you from there's what no winning there's no winning there's always one side's always going to be against the other it's Here's a, the thing. distracted yeah we don't need to be more distracted yeah distracted from what <laughs> we're already exactly. fighting each other on the whether you want to wear a mask or not or uh is trump still president so there's enough distractions already i don't understand there why. Is. Yeah, there's no need for it. Yeah, one thing too that to consider is a, a lot of people that are coming out and telling their stories, like David uh, Fravor, the the pilot who saw the Tic Tac UFO, is that a lot of people have seen things that they just haven't mentioned because again, it was taboo to talk about. But now with with you know like the New York Times story that kind of uh, ushered in this reinvigoration of UFOs and the videos coming out. I think it's opened the door for a lot more people to speak out about what they've seen out there. Because, I mean, there, there's been tons of pilots that see stuff and they just keep their mouths shut. And they do. I think now that it's more generally accepted, it, they're starting to come out and, and telling their stories, which is, I, th I think it's kind of cool, you know. Actually, during the briefing, a lot of them, like, if you believe the stories. Now, this is a, the, the thing that sucks about that is that when these uh, military members have these experiences, um, the story goes kind of like while they were active, they didn't say anything because during debriefing, they were told that it became classified. Mm -hmm. And then they, they say it after they're, they're out. Not that it would make a difference. Like, that's the one thing, like, that's funny about it. Is It's a catch-22 for the government to classify something and deny it. You can't deny it. So if I come out and uh, I was a former... Uh, Air Force pilot, and I said I saw this and that, and I was purposely told to keep quiet. And then, you know, twenty years goes by, and I tell my story anyways. Then they have to acknowledge that it happened to put me in trouble. 
for me to have breached that order. Yeah. But and they ha- don't. have you seen the 60 minutes video about the videos? No. Like the guy and I, I can't remember his name now. The guy who who leaked kind of the videos yeah. uh, or who who you talking about uh, uh, got the videos declassified? Lou Elizondo, or I think his name is Elizondo. Yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he, so he worked in ATIP, right? The Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. So this is a an officially, you know, government program to to research phenomenon relating to UFOs. And he worked for them. And when they closed that down back in, I can't remember if it was 2012 or 2014, you know, he, he eventually... You know, he was trying to get the the these videos declassified, and he eventually left the military. Um, but before he did, he was able to get those videos declassified. But they kind of just stayed there, right? No one, no one really knew they existed. Right. And one of his buddies actually got the videos, and he's the one that leaked it to the New York Times or whatever, and and that's how they got out there in the first place. Yeah, like. It's strange because when they do come out like that, right, and they do those sort of things, um, so much time goes by that people stop even caring. Like, basically, um, a lot of it, like, I think a lot more is going to come out. And I think it's a good time now for any of those people to start telling their stories or showing their evidence or whatever they got while the eyes are on them. Mm-hmm. If you wait too long, then it turns into an obscure sort of story that uh, you know gets buried. Yeah. Well, recently, it's they've been. There's a new video that got released recently, uh, like a week ago. It's a 2019 um, U.S. Navy film, spherical shaped UFO. Is it the Have one that goes that? in the water? Yeah, the one that goes in the water. Yeah. Uh, so there's that video. The um, Obama was recently on a talk show. Yeah. Um, and and they asked him, of course, about aliens, and he's like, you know, the, it's there's stuff I know that I can't tell you. <laughs> on oh, air. there you go. What what stuff you can't tell us? Exactly. What can't you tell us? Oh, I have advanced human technology. I can't tell you that. No. <laughs> you could say that. That doesn't dis- that doesn't reveal anything. Yep. Yes, we have a we have a base. Uh, a full of advanced aircrafts engineered by people. Okay. You know, big deal. No, that's not it. Well, we got one more week to find out what they release. So, I, yeah. I think if I think if it's a dud and we don't get nothing, I think it's gonna the the, the whole topic is gonna die off again, and only the hardcore uh, researchers are still gonna do it. Like the mainstream media and all that, they're going to forget about it. And all the social media is going to forget about it. Like you said, the UFO people, researchers, they're going to continue doing their thing. But if this uh, thing they have planned for beginning of June, if it flops, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be very upsetting. Because I've been, uh, like I said, but I'm, I mean, I'm not. I think uh, a flop. Think it's going to be a flop. What about you, Rob? I think I. To be honest, I think that not much is going to be released. I think if they if if they're sitting on advanced technology, and I I feel like they're going to just you know say oh that national security we can't reveal any of that info. That's what I think. 
Yeah, I, I, uh, I think it'll be, uh, like, I don't even think they'll admit to it, to be honest. I wish they would. Like, that's all I want them to say, really, is this, we have it. I don't need to know all the details. Yeah, like I said, that's, yeah, I agree. I mean, just come out and say, yeah, we have it. It's not ours. It's not anybody's here. And here's some videos or something, and then be like, that's it. We're not going to tell you how it works, where, it at, where it's at, uh, anything like mm-hmm. that. Just just say it. But they're already they're already kind of doing that, though, right? With all these Pentagon videos. Pentagon. Like- the director wants the uh, – the, the director is being kept in the dark about everything, too, and he's mad at it. Like he's yeah. sick of it. But, but I mean, like they're, you know, they're releasing these videos yeah. and they know it's, they know it's something they don't understand and they don't know much about it. So I, I'm sure they'll say something like that. Like, well, oh yeah, there's me, things out there we don't know. What bothers me is uh, they, they said, they've have said multiple times that these videos we're releasing are the worst evidence we have. We have way better evidence. Okay. Well, show us that. Don't yeah, just say. Nice. Don't just say that you have this great evidence. Show us. That's all I care about. I don't care where it's at, who has it. I just want to well, see it. What was that group? Was it the Majestic Twelve? Was that it? The uh... yeah, that turned out to be a fake or bunk or. It was, it? Yeah, it was. I, don't yeah. Know. I never looked into it really. I saw some of it on um, Project Blue Book, the show, which I liked. I don't know if you watched that. No, no, I don't think so. Oh, but I know that. Good. Project Blue Book is an actual government program. That was, was one of the yeah. earlier programs. Um, yeah, the whole Project Blue Book was interesting because the guy that ran it, I forgot his name was, he was debunking everything. But then when he got out of Project, uh, the Blue Book thing, he was all like, "Yeah, we don't know what the hell that was." And Doctor yeah. Heine- yeah, Heineck, he flipped on the whole thing like big time. He became a believer in everything. Because he yeah, said that they told him, make sure you debunk it pretty much. That's what they were telling him. Like, yep. So that's yeah. interesting, too. Yeah, that, that's been the, st- the government's stance on it. You know, well, It was back in the day. Not anymore, back Rob. In the day. Yeah, now, yeah. now <laughs> it feels like they're more open to, you know, to admitting uh, that there's things they don't know what they are. And well, they're releasing people, these videos. So, yeah. yeah, people are inheriting this issue. Like, it's not like it's the same old guys in charge. Like, they're dying, and younger people are being put in charge. And eventually, somebody's going to be like, this is this is enough. I can't do this. And it's going to blow up. Like, and I don't think it's with this Disclosure Act. And I truly believe, like, they, if they wanted to say something, they would say it already. Why wait for a bill? Like, if they were, like, they're so obsessed with keeping these secrets... And they'll go out and use like, like Dr. Heineck in, in, in I don't even know when that when when was Project Blue Book like fifties sixties forties I don't I don't remember it was after Roswell right yeah it was probably like in the fifties and sixties maybe yeah later. so so like they wouldn't use a doctor like him to discredit these things if they wanted people to believe in them and they've been trying so hard to debunk these things and to uh, basically push it toward the fringe and it always comes back like they push it further away they try to make everyone believe it's fringe science and it's quack pottery or whatever and it always creeps back every like decade like the 80s the the late 80s they had the ufo craze the alien abduction craze 
in the in the in the late eighties and early nineties. Actually, maybe even to the late nineties. Yeah. Remember I, that special, like by Fox? It was like like Alien Autopsy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. You had a few of those. <laughs> like people wanted like aliens everywhere. Like there was Stephen King had him in books. Like, shit was scary too. But then you had them. Like uh, even like Travis Walton's story got made into a movie and Fire in the Sky. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Rob, have you even seen that yet? No, not yet. Well, that's another case that like that's like there are abduction cases where like it seems like it either had to happen or everyone had to be in on it. I don't know if like you know what I'm talking about, right? Like with Travis Walton, like when he went missing his uh, four buddies or five buddies or whatever it was were accused of murder. <laughs> so if he didn't come back, <laughs> they were going to jail. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was nice though. And then 2000s kind of fell flat. 2010s, this started to pick up again. Now we're at this boiling point again. Well, according to the yeah, government, well, they were still getting stuff, but they weren't talking about it. Cause I think the, I think the Tic Tac or one of them was like the 2004, and then there's other there's really the other video they released was 2012, so I think there's still go, stuff going on. We just never heard about it. No. Yeah. Well, like that newest, the well, newest one is in from your, 2019. In your, uh, in your case too, where you said you saw the sphere was what 2000s. Right. It was early 2000s. So I'm sure there's I, other, but I don't know. I just I mean. I mean that's not the only thing I've ever seen either. It was just the most like prominent like where there's no doubt. Like, if I've seen strange lights in the sky, to me, that one's harder to peg down, you know? Like, it's like, oh, it's a strange light, yes. It's doing some weird stuff, for sure, but I still, it's a light. That's all I'm seeing is the light on the craft. I'm not actually seeing anything else. So, uh, before we uh, finish up, uh, we've been going for like an hour, I was going to ask you, you said you've you've had other encounters or experiences? Yeah. uh, how how do, many do you know, think you've had? Well, it depends, like, what you go by. Like, here's the thing, man. Like, I've had my own, like, sort of abduction stories. Like, I have my own stories toward that. But I don't know what that was completely. So if we're if we're not counting that, then probably just a few. What about you? <laughs> you said, like, the abduction thing. You believe you've been abducted or you know? Well, don't know but i had the i've had these weird experiences uh, so are you cool talking I, about it or yeah i can talk about it because there's, there's not much to talk about like um if i if i want to go back this far into the story all right it would be uh we're talking about like 1980s okay mm-hmm. like late 1980s i was living in a, a farm town and uh just in a little house and i was probably about four years old and uh and I remember just uh, being a kid and uh, just every night these lights would come into the room and they would take me somewhere. And that's all I can remember. But I remember this process repeating so many times, like almost on a nightly basis for a while. Uh, and me being angry every time, right? Like, no, I want to go to sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, that would go on for that year until I moved. Then never again. But that's all the story is. It's lights, me g- getting like plucked out of my bed into this tunnel. 
I, I can't describe it, kind of like a staticky TV kind of like look around me, different colors. And uh, that would happen like all the time to the point where it, it bothered me. Like in my, like, I, it's not like I didn't, like, I'd never experienced it as a dream, but I don't know what that was for sure. Anybody so else? In, anybody, oh my bad. anybody else in the any, in the house experienced anything, or was it just nope, like a youth just thing? Me. Oh, that's interesting. Just me. And then I, I talked to my dad about, it and he said he would check in on me and just see me sleeping. So I, I have no idea, but I do know that it wasn't, at least for me as a kid, because I'm remembering this now, right? Like it's it's been a long time, but it was never a dream to me. Mm-hmm. Like a like a typical dream or or any or reoccurring dream or a dream in, in all. It would always happen before I went to bed. But yeah, that and then I like at one time I was. Uh, this would be like a UFO thing. I, I don't know though. Like that story alone, like I don't know. I have no information on it. Like I never saw um, gray aliens, you know, or green aliens, or what other people claim to have seen. Nothing like that. Of course, those things terrified me as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you guys like watch any of those movies, but the, the, the alien abduction movies were terrifying for me. Oh, for me too, man. You weren't the only one. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked my dad, I remember watching those movies. I said, Dad, is that real? He's like, maybe. I think the fact that they couldn't say it's not real was the thing that got you the worst. Yeah, yeah, that did. Because then I would, I, oh man, I was terrified of those things. But yeah, like, and then like, uh, just one night, like, uh, a few years back, I was looking at, uh, I, I was watching the eclipse, and I was watching it with um, those like glasses thing, like the eclipse watching glasses they give you, or you can buy them at the gas station or whatever. Yep. And I was looking at it, and I was watching stuff happen, and I saw these two lights fly out in front of it. And uh, it's hard to say what color they were because the the glasses could distort whatever. They looked red, and they did like a a cross pattern, like they they crossed each other and flew toward a out from the uh, eclipse and up. And I have no idea what that was either, but I didn't see anything but lights. I've um I've been taking more videos of the moon with my super zoom camera. So yeah. the, there's this video I saw posted somewhere where they had the same camera. The It's the Nikon P900. It has a 85X optical zoom. So you can get really close and actually see the craters on the moon and stuff. And they saw these two white lights around it. And it looked like one of them was landing on the moon. And so ever since then, I've, I've been recording the moon more often now trying to see if just just in case i can catch something and you uh, won't find one unless you're looking right yeah exactly bobby i've never had an experience uh so i mean i i can't so i mean i don't know if i would say you're lucky you've had these because you said they did scare you as as a kid but i mean hopefully someday but um it's always interesting to hear people's stories because I've, I've a lot of people have stories. Surprisingly, I was surprised as many people as I've talked to, uh, they know somebody or themselves has some kind of experience. So it's very interesting to me, man. And uh, I, I appreciate you telling me your story. One thing that 
makes it harder nowadays though is um you might see things that you can't explain but they could be something simple as a drone like i i told you that story where i saw the black mm -hmm. black sphere and i i to this day i keep looking up at the sky around that area whenever i drive by because it's like what i saw uh you know from a distance it just looked like a black balloon in the sky mm -hmm. but it was perfectly still not moving and then as i drove it was a perfect sphere. I didn't see any propellers like a typical drone. And there was a ring of lights, you know, at its equator that were blinking like, you know, all sorts of colors, like red, green, yellow, you know, like a rainbow, basically. And I only saw it that one time. My, my mother-in-law saw it as well. And I'm like, that could have been a UFO, but it could have also been like a fancy drone or a custom drone. That's or other thing. Yeah, made. I got you. Right? So it's like, it's so hard to know nowadays if what you're seeing could be just some some kid's toy because technology has gotten so much more advanced now than it was, if, you know, 10 years ago, for example. Is Travis still there or he get abducted again? <laughs> I don't know. Travis, you there? <laughs> Might have dropped off. Did you... uh? You're back, I see. Yeah, I can't. So you, did you ever, like, you told me when you were a kid you had a, an experience, like, sort of like mine, only different. Do you remember that? It's, what I had was a reoccurring dream of, it was it was weird because it was the yeah. exact same dream, and it was super vivid, and even to this day it scares me. But it was, um, you know, back then I lived in a trailer in Texas, and, you know, it was kind of desert all around, and it was just our trailer in, in that plot of land because we were one of the first ones to get there. And so the dream was me coming out of the trailer, and there was, a, a like, a mattress standing on its end in, in the middle of the yard. And then there was, like, a red glowing light coming out of it, and then I would walk around to the other side so I can see... Yeah, and basically it looked like a portal kind of deal going into the mattress, and and then I think I, I don't. This is a bit foggy now. I don't remember if I went in or got pulled in, and then I would wake up. But it was the same reoccurring dream as a kid. It would happen often, and I think even as a teenager when I was already living here in Minnesota, I I had that reoccurring dream happen several really? more times. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a freaky dream because it was it was hyper realistic. So in the Minnesota like, dream, were you coming out of your house? It was it, or? no, no. It was still the same the same um, trailer home. So it was still basically You're back, this, back there. Yeah, yeah. It was like a replay of the exact same. So did you remember going to sleep before you had the dream? Um, you... no. I just remember waking up from it. Never. Oh. How old, Never, were, how old were you at the time? I don't know if you said that. I I was actually probably around four years old. Yeah, <laughs> so <I'm>, <laughs> because, because by the time I was like five, I think yeah. we were already in Florida. Like five or six, we had moved to Florida. So this was, yeah, it was either three or four, but most likely four. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> see, for mine, mine was never asleep. Like, like for the dream, I guess, like <laughs> if it was a dream, I was, it was like super like close to 
when I would fall asleep and I'd be awake, wanting to go to sleep because I was tired. <laughs> really weird, though. Well, I think it was and a good go- time, a uh, good spot to end it with yeah. you guys and your weird dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Alien dreams. <laughs> but uh, I-, I was gonna tell you, uh, I would love to get you guys back on after this whole uh, release and see what happens. Yeah. Get our uh, thoughts on the. Uh, Especially if uh, something actually gets released or uh, nothing. Uh, yeah, I was so to... about nothing though, like how their history of like disclosing the shit, like hey, and, and denying it. I'm like pretty sure that's what's gonna be. So I'm not getting too excited about it, but I have little hope that it's something amazing. I'm hoping that even if they don't release anything, that someone on the inside. Leaks it. it. Leaks it because they're just tired, kind of sick of yeah, sick and tired of it, and they want the public to know. Because I, I if, when you if you see that sixty minute um, piece about the UFO videos, like the, the pilot was like, you know, I don't think it's aliens, but whatever it is, I think it's a national threat. Like there's these things that we don't know about flying in in you know protected airspace, and they're like the government's just like meh. Ignore it. Hey, if it's China or it's Russia, like... we're fucked. So let's just put it that way. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to start speaking Mandarin. <laughs> exactly. That would happen though already if that was the truth. I don't think any of the other country would be keeping it a secret if they can use it to oh. their advantage. Why wouldn't you? You could conquer the whole world and have like every economy supporting you. You could do Unless... whatever you wanted. Unless, like you mentioned, multiple governments have it, and it's kind of well, like... Well, now we're talking about the Illuminati and the one world government. Even, like, I think multiple governments do have craft, but I don't think these crafts are weaponized. Like, the only thing you could do with them is crash them into things. <laughs> Next time we come back on, um, I want to talk about uh, some new tech that's coming out that may or may not be based on some of the government's research into these ships. Maybe stuff? The the new hyperspeed things that can go like ten times faster than anything we have right now. Yeah man, just send me notes, articles, stuff we can read up. I can read up. Yep. Yeah, like those navy patents. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The, some patents. Their own work stuff. Yeah for like sure. <laughs> Alright. Well thanks All right. everyone for well, thank you Travis for letting me uh telling me your stories and uh Rob again, thank you for uh making time. Yep, no mm-hmm. problem. And I'll let uh well, we can do it again when they release this stuff so we can uh get some more exciting news, hopefully. Yeah, it'd be interesting just to review the document that they release because they have to release something. Yep. yep. Alright guys, well you take it easy, have a good night. Yep, later man. Let me know about yep. this trip. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll I'll uh we're we're looking for hotels right now and uh, I'm trying to find the better pricing to to travel there. So as soon as I get some solid dates, I'll we'll start sending some, them out. We'll do some blogs. <laughs> yep, Maybe we could do a documentary. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'll take it easy. Yep. Later. Later. Bye.